0: what's up guys today we've got shane Monahan on the podcast uh, shane is the the founder of the tech startup at lemur app so lemur is a social audio platform this guy has a lot of big ideas he has a lot of ambition we think that we might be talking to uh, a future irish billionaire on the line here um like we we get kind of excited about the about, about the idea it's been going for a few years now he's just got some funding he's just got some um some some help only last month in april so it's something that i'm very excited about i see a big future for um it's it, it really is something that uh, we can all get excited about so i think this one is for the people out there who want to start their own business, for those people who have an idea that they believe in, that they're willing to, to stake their future on. I think this is going to be a bit of inspiration for you guys. Again, this is Shane Monahan and the business is Lemur Social Audio.
1: Welcome to the Shark Pod, the podcast that explores business and
0: lifestyle design in Ireland and beyond. And now, live from Greystone Studios, here are your hosts... Luke Curry and Mark Baker. What is up, Shark Nation? Uh, This is our our second podcast of the day. We're pushing through this. Uh, We're having a great time today, this morning. Uh, We are, I'm live from Greystone Studios. Uh, Mark is, again, uh, in uh, Sally Noggin slash Glenagiri. We're never quite sure. Uh, Somewhere on the border, uh, in the grey area, as he said earlier on today. Uh, We're with Shane Monaghan, founder and CEO of Lemur App and possibly... Uh, the the creator of the best tagline ever for a uh, for a, a technology company uh, joined the conspiracy. We're going to go into all of that and where that comes from. Um, but really, really exciting. Uh, so Shane, like I said, it's a founder of um, it's it's a it's an app for um, social audio. I would is probably the best way to talk about that. Um, glad to have you on the the show here. Uh, this is a really interesting one for us because um, we're the the podcast. We usually have people on who are. Uh, uh business people uh we just had a, an artist on there um, as well so this is a big mix but this is the first time that we talked about like a like a like a tech founder you know um so I work in technology I work for HubSpot um and so I I work with a lot of kind of startups and that is that space as well because we're trying to take we're using our software to you know get their brand out there get their you know their their <laughs> their you're just getting them out there you know so the it's very interesting to me so if you would explain to those people who aren't users i've got your app on my phone here but for those of you who aren't users uh, what, what's the app all about
1: um Ed, firstly thanks for having me here guys it's it's brilliant and um this is one really cool thing that's coming out of this is the amount of people i'm getting to talk to that I don't have never actually met before on podcasts uh, and on this side of it, which is which is really good. And thank you again for saying it's a social audio app. The many people I have to, to say, oh, it's a podcast app. And I said, well, not really. No, does the do podcasting, but it's, it's social audio. Yeah. Um, so basically, Lemur, the, the ultimate company vision, uh, what Lemur is about, is you know what YouTube did for video and Instagram did for images, Lemur does for voice. So we instantly removed the barriers of entry for audio and podcast creation for the world, Uh, and we solved three major problems. One, as I said, that barrier to entry is solved. Um, Second problem we solve is a major one for podcasts, I'm sure you guys uh, will know about this, is the metrics, the data, and the analytics for podcasting is atrocious. Terrible. we solve that problem because we we centralize everything in a similar way to Instagram and Twitter. And the third one and the most important one, and this comes back to my point about social audio, is we solve a problem that podcasters, most podcasters don't even realize they have yet, which is interaction. Because podcasting is a monologue. You know, you speak, your audience listen, end of. Whereas Lemur breaks down those walls, that fourth wall, and you can now talk directly to your listeners and they can talk directly to you and you can spark a whole conversation off the back of your original piece of audio content. And that's, what's really, really exciting about it. And then of course, um, what we're building lemur for, and this is what I say, like it's, it's a, it's a social audio platform, but it's a voice platform. Uh, we're not building lemur for today. We're building Lemur for where the world is going to be in a year, two years from time. Where technology is going, and everything is going to be based in voice. You're going to, everything's going to be voice activated, and the statistics of the market show that. The statistics of technology show that. And ultimately, with Lemur, you'll be able to do everything via voice. So, like, you can go into the kitchen and you go, you're cooking your breakfast. Go, Lemur, record. Hey, everyone, we've got a really cool podcast coming up later on with uh, Bono. I see you're a fan. He's a uh, picture yeah, on the wall behind that's you. That's actually you know? Mark's, Mark's, uh,
0: <laughs> Mark's painting he gave it to me as a gift. Yeah, it's uh, so. <laughs> pretty,
1: pretty cool. But uh, you can say, and uh, check out the, the full podcast later on at 3 o'clock, share. And because it's a centralized platform, you'll have followers on online. So you say you have 100,000 followers, okay. they'll instantly be able to listen to that, instantly be able to interact with it, and instantly be able to talk to you. And, and then you, you bring that to the next step again where uh, the next evolution of e-commerce is v-commerce, voice commerce, yeah. buying with your voice. And um, that's what we're building Neiman for. So in the same way that um, Instagram allows people to monetize their images and their text, we're going to be allowing people to build a sonic identity, build a profile around their voice and monetize that. Uh, which, which is just, uh, and it's far more effective as well. So I'll, I'll be hitting you with some statistics along the way here. But um, podcast consumers are 179 percent more likely to purchase than any other form of uh, consumer, which is incredible.
0: But um, that's it's an incredible thing. But if you think about it, you're getting like air space for. An hour two hours three hours yeah. you know that's an impossible thing to to buy' like away so I, I, it's a it's a shocking thing but it makes sense to me you know?
1: yeah and, and on that the the attention span you know like video average attention span for videos is eight to ten seconds you know and as yeah. you say how are you meant to get across who you are as a person who you are as a business who you are as an organization in eight to ten seconds it's impossible it really is. You know, and yeah. um, the average for a podcast is 30 to 34 minutes, yeah. you know? So it's, it's just in that time, you, as I said, you can, you can, you can build up a relationship with, with the audience and the audience can build a relationship with you as the host, you build a relationship with someone, become a friend in your mind with that person. And what do you do with your friends? Generally you trust them. Yeah. And if you're, if your friend says, Jesus, did you see those pictures um, from that guy, uh, the, geez, the tree splits on, the, on the, the, the rugby paintings. Really? Yeah, check it out. They're class. Okay, I will. Yeah. Or get that. Did you try, try that new coffee in Starbucks or that local place down in Bray or whatever the case may be? They're more likely to do it. Yeah. And that's another reason why everyone is jumping on the bandwagon of podcasts now, businesses and stuff, because holy shit, these are effective. Yeah. And the opportunity, um, the up, the, it's, it's virgin territory. Because there's what, over a billion people on Instagram, everyone's doing the same thing, it's completely saturated. How do you stand out? Uh, podcasts on iTunes, there's about podcast shows now, not episodes, there's yeah. lots of episodes, but shows, there's about 850,000, yeah, which is nothing, yeah, you know. So, there's all these little nuggets, and we're connecting all the dots, uh, with Lemur and making it easy. And that's what the name is, uh, where the name derives from. So uh, the name lemur, L-I-M-O-R, stands for less is more. And that comes from the original uh, conversation I had with my dad, how he came up with the idea for basically back in 2014, December 2014. So having a chat with him and he's in a voluntary group in, I'm from Drogheda. He's in a voluntary group in Drogheda and they did all this great work, but no one knew about it you know, and they were getting frustrated and they would write letters to the newspaper and be gone after 24 hours. If they even got it published nine out of 10 times, it doesn't get published. And, uh, he says, Shane, it's renting. We can do. And I said, yes, dad, you make a podcast. And he, he asked me, this is 2014. Remember what's the podcast. Yeah. So, and, and at the time, most people didn't know what podcasts were. Uh, and so I showed him some examples. Um, you know, uh, he, he dove into it and he says, Shane, this is absolutely incredible. You know, how do I do it? Yeah. And I said, well, dad, to do it, you're going to need headphones, microphone, recording device, laptop, desktop, editing software, learn how to produce, Loads uh, set of up stuff. your social media account, set up a website, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. he's like, Shane, I'll just stop you there, uh, not interested. <laughs> yeah. okay. So he went from <laughs> amazing me. idea to not interested in seconds, literally seconds. And I was like, wow. Imagine there's an app for someone like my dad or anyone wanted to say what you want to say, hit share and you're done. Removes those barriers to entry, and the term less is more came to mind. And that's where the name came as an acronym. And yeah, and so that's the philosophy behind it. In a similar way to Instagram, you know, nine out of ten people don't want to be professional photographers. They just want to share their pictures. Yeah. And it's the same thing with podcasting. Nine out of ten people don't want to be traditional podcasters. They don't want to be the next Joe Rogan, but they'd love to share their voice or get involved in voice. That's what we allow. So we are really going after the nine out of 10 rather than the one out of 10. Like you guys, the high level production. You can still do what you do yeah. as well though, because you can still do your pre-recorded and upload it to your profile, but then you can complement it with on the go audio, spur the moment. Um, like, cause you guys know the amount of work that goes into it. And you're yeah. getting into a rhythm now because there's two in it, you're enjoying it. You have a system, but most people, you know, they don't have that time or yeah. or that that energy that you guys have because it takes a lot of energy and passion to to do it. Uh, so we make it easier for people. It's it's an
0: interesting thing as well because the first month when we were trying to figure out the 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 software, <laughs> what we need, it was a it was a lot of hours put in there. And I, you know, I like I said, I'm very passionate about this. I love doing it. It's, it's you know, something I look forward to all week. And then, but I would say if if somebody, like it would have been easy enough just to say you know what Mark, affect this like you know, um, yeah. So I'm glad we kept going. We've got a bit of a system, like I said now. Um, but I love the idea of being able to get that uh, maybe more raw audio out to people, saying you know during the week if we knew that you were coming on, get like get people uh, you know to th- think that's coming up and all that type of stuff. Um, so it it is interesting as well because I remember a couple of years ago. Um, i've never really minded putting uh using voice stuff right but remember when whatsapp you could send uh voice uh messages to people that was a new thing that was only a few years ago um and i would do that and people thought that they'd always text me back and i'm like why don't it's easier just to do the voice thing (laughs) do you mean so this is something that's evolving now i'm mark's got many long uh voicemails of uh, For me, was at the beginning of the podcast, probably about software and stuff like that, a lot of profanities, all that type of stuff. Uh, but I think, I think it's a, it's a, like I said, the voice thing is going to be a growth mark because when when people when you put things out there, it, it you're you're more involved with what's happening. You know, it's it's a different thing than just a Twitter text. It's way more real. I think that's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think like the biggest platform most people have social media platform for any brand or podcast, whatever it is, is Instagram or maybe Twitter. And I run our Instagram and I just don't think it's not directly transferable what we're doing. I'm finding it hard to capture what we're doing in images Mm. and and text and stories. It just, it doesn't really work. So I think it's an incredible uh, technology and idea that, that lemur has. And, certainly there's a such a need for it so even like even what the the idea that that Luke's doing an Ironman so well he's he's signed up to it and he wanted to kind of give some updates um as as he goes like yeah but having to do a whole podcast every week about it isn't isn't realistic yeah so that's perfect for that isn't
1: it yeah absolutely ideal and that's exactly it and it's it's the one the last on the pantheon of the gods of of social media you know there's no voice foundational um social media platform and that's what we are and we're not trying to replace anything we're trying to complement it because you know there's a time where you want to watch tv and movies and there's a time when you want to listen to music and there's a time when you want to listen to podcasts you know 100%. and there's different areas like as you know you consume that like podcasting huge majority of it is either consumed when you're doing stuff like cooking breakfast in the home or working out or driving from A to B when you're in that car, which is why I think the stats are around 20 to 30 minutes because that's an average of a travel time for people, you know? So, but uh, like, like you say, that's what we, we say one of the hardest people or some of the hardest people, um, I have to convince and I've, I've got to the stage where I try to stop. I don't try and convince people anymore, you know, is actual traditional podcasters. I and mean, we use that term traditional podcasters because that's the only way people know how to get involved in this era of audio, you know, because it's very easy to consume audio. You can do it in almost every way, you know, devices, home, smart homes, you know, you name it, earpods pods, uh, or AirPods. Uh, but to actually become a content creator and share your voice is very difficult. And, the only way that you can do it is podcasting but podcasting now is the exact same as it was 15 years ago the whole process there's no difference yeah so all you know what form of media or technology has not evolved in 15 years none it's and exactly. all the problems associated with podcasts 15 years ago that stopped them from growing in the first place are still there and that's those things that we mentioned barrier to entry you guys got over that that sticking point. where It most took people,
2: two of us. Yeah, it, it took two it. of us to get yeah. over Yeah, and
1: once you get over it, great. Mm. But most people don't. Um, then the metrics, as I said, you know, like anything to succeed in this, for most things, it revolves around money, unfortunately, and you need to be able to monetize it. And because the metrics and analytics and data are so bad, like in terms of how you share your podcast, I need to grow an audience. I need to share it to as many platforms as I can to get as many listeners as I can. Yeah problem is you share that your audience to all those platforms you fragment your audience you lose the detail but every platform has a different metric for what a download is or what a listen is or you know and it's it's guesswork ultimately hmm. you know we, oh, we had a hundred thousand downloads deadly so what's that mean um we a hundred thousand downloads you know yeah it's very blunt. So the-
0: compared to a lot of the the marketing um like so like, like i said before the podcast i sell uh marketing uh software. So we can go super detailed on metrics on everything else, but it's kind of it's kind of like a back, black box with the podcast stuff. We like I said it's just blunt, it's one number and then um like I know we were at one stage we were looking at the uh the rankings and stuff and then we were doing well there and then it falls off and you're like, but the the downloads are going up. How does this work? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So uh some of those uh, it's 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 confusing to be honest. Um but when you when you So this is something, Shane, this is something really interesting to me as well, because there's so many people out there, me and Mark included, who are saying, uh, you know, talking to our family members or something, and something comes up like that, and you have an idea for an app or uh, a platform, and then that just kind of... That, idea withers away until somebody else just uh and you know in America just does that you know so what's the what's the next step you have the conversation with with your dad you start uh, you know going on the internet scene there anything like this doing some market research what's the what's the next step there
1: um so the next step so that was december 2014 and i was still a professional rugby player at this stage you know so i was Classic. playing in in, in gloucester uh, in england at the time and um when i wasn't playing rugby i'd be doing like mark there i paint portraits you know i enjoy painting and cool. uh I, when i wasn't playing with rugby players i was painting rugby players i'd say here sign that for me will you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you know so um and that's how we get into podcasting in the first place my brother actually introduced me to and um, believe it or not brian rose of london real Are you? He, he, me he's been in the pay- in the news recently yeah. for he's, got, uh, he's getting a after <laughs> <laughs> Get, getting deplatformed yeah and which uh, I, I think is very unfair to be honest with you and that's a, that's a story for another day maybe a, another podcast but um it was London real and this is back in 2012 just around the time he kind of started maybe a year or a year after he started and I would listen to the podcast while I painted. And again, there's no, you can't really paint properly with a TV screen on in front of you and you're watching Braveheart or something, you know, it doesn't work, but you can have music or podcasts in the background and you still take it in. That's the amazing thing about voice. It's crazy how it works. So that's how I started listening to podcasts. And another major one that I listened to was uh, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) You know, his, <laughs> the, the smoking bones ranch or something or something like that uh, Bro- broken skull ranch yeah uh, no that oh, was yeah. the show what's the name i can't think of the name of the um the, the podcast show but i started listening the bottom to that line
2: is it sorry well, it should, the bottom line well it should uh, be no
1: it's not the bottom line this is annoying me i'm gonna look it up now when We're yeah, here to get yeah, it yeah. but uh i listened to that from literally episode one you know when he started and i listened to non-stop for like two or three years while i was in the painting. Um, that's how I got started listening to podcast. When I got the idea, and I went, I, I took this idea back with me because Christmas time, when you're a rugby player, you get you get 24 hours, 48 hours off at Christmas time, depending on whether you play before Christmas or or, or after, because you're either playing, you know, Christmas Eve or Stevens' Day, okay. you know, which is which isn't great um, uh, for time with the family. And so I commuted back home to, to to Ireland, 24 hours at home, then back in a plane and back to England, and. I started diving into the listening consumption of podcasts, and I, I also have a degree of uh, in product design, okay, which in uh, DIT which lends itself very well to this. So I understand the life cycle of a product, you know, the design process, the engineering, the marketing, business, all that carry on, you know. And I looked at the market and research products that were out there, and the direction people were going, just statistics around the market, and there was very few. Statistics really, yeah. On podcasts, you know, I'm looking. Well, you know, as you said, the listeners and you know, uh, what are the average times and blah blah blah. And there was none really of any any really good detail. And any that were there were based in America. So there was nothing from Ireland, the UK, Europe, nothing. And I said, wow, this really is. For as big a market as I thought it was, it was actually very small, and there was massive opportunity. You know, so I said, Well, I've got an idea where it's completely different to what people are thinking about. And everyone was going down to traditional podcast line. You know, like you you may see, like the closest comparable product there was to us was Anchor, right? But Anchor have a traditional podcast app. They want people to do what you guys are doing, which is high level production, episonic, and feed that monster that is iTunes and Spotify. And that format of thinking yeah. um, and every podcast platform that was out there is as the same they're mainly hosts you know like luminary and all the they're massive they're like netflix for podcasts and that's what they're going after and that's ultimately what spotify wants to be is a netflix for podcasting yeah. that's not what i want to be you know and um, and that's the, the the big difference and as i said the social audio aspect is a is a huge difference so i had that and i would about a year of doing this research and it was about a year after that, November 2015, when I ultimately, I, I was in Munster at this stage, and I finished with Munster. And that's when I f- had my first uh, conversations about raising money, Where I said, well, right, I have this idea, I've been talking about it, I've done a lot of research, I'm coming to the end of my journey, and this is my new focus, and my new passion, and my new uh, goal that I have 100% belief in that this thing is something special. It's something big uh, that I can put all my energy into. And uh, I had a little spade. out about six months uh, doing MMA and I think I went to warrior. And um, that was kind of like my transition from a professional athlete into a civilian, okay. but training six days a week to do it, you yeah. know, <laughs> say, um, that much of a retirement. And, yeah. And, and it, that was a great experience, but, the, the weekend of my fight or the week of my fight, I think was in the August. Um, the prototype for lemur was ready. Cool. So that was kind of like, there was a, a lot to do with, uh, timing and synergies and, um, just, just, I don't know, meant to be or whatever the case, uh, maybe, but I, that was when I said, right, this is, I'm not going back to rugby because I still had an agent looking for, for, for contracts and, but my passion wasn't there anymore. And, I hung up the boots, and I, I went full-time vision and emotion and everything into Lemur, and it's like any, any of the startup journeys, you know, lots of highs and lows and uh, frustrations, and um, but we are where we are now, and we're in the best position the company's ever been in, and, and you know, I've been on that soapbox for five years telling people, voice is the future. Yeah. And podcasting is huge, it's going to be massive. And social audio is the future, and voice commerce is the future. And you have people looking at you like you have two heads. It's like, it's all about video. And, you know, sure, why can't you do that? I have a voice recorder on my phone or a Zoom. Why would I bother doing something like that? And And then, as I said, the traditional podcasters, they're like, no, that's not podcasting. This is podcasting. We know what podcasting is, you know? And it's kind of, I compare it to when social media first came along. You the traditional media are going, we are the media. Yeah. This social media stuff is a joke. What do you even, we have no mm-hmm. interest in that. And 10, 15 years later, where are they now? You know?
0: And everybody used to treat it as a joke. I remember when, when Bebo came out, we used to post up horrific things that you would be crucified for now. you like trying to make our friends laugh. You know, mm. it, it it wasn't serious. It wasn't real life. Jo- like we were, I guess Bebo as well. 2007 or so I don't know Great platform yeah <laughs> it, it, was great great pl- platform. it was kind of like you know probably the most fun I've ever had on social media before that but it was like you're saying uh it, it became more it became serious became mainstream now and your your online uh, persona merged somewhere along the way with your real life persona and now you know you got to be careful about what you put out there because it's it's on the record now do <laughs> um but the it, the interesting thing here as well is it might have been a great thing to have this type of passion to to I think a lot of the sports people I read, I've read a lot of sports books and uh, stuff like that and that's always an interesting chapter when they retire the first year or something after that because they don't really know what they, they want to get into broadcasting they want to do a few things but it's not as uh, passionate so it's pretty cool that you had something like that you could really sink your teeth into um, and with the prototype was the prototype what you went with to investors or like, or what's the, what do you do? You've got something that's uh, something that's functional now. You can see, show people what it is. What do you do with it then?
1: See, that's the difficult thing. Cause I was literally, I had this ultimate vision in my mind, which we still haven't achieved yet. Oh, you know, yeah. because it takes money and, and technology and all that, but um, I had this vision and schematics and the designs and, you know, on paper essentially. And, um, I knew in order to make this paper design a reality, I need the cash to begin with. So I started the process through um, the start of the business network. You know my business network and um, people that can mentor you and that because I had a lot of obviously a lot of experience in 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 rugby and professional rugby in particular. It teaches you a lot of skills you don't realise it at the time, but. You know, you're going through the, the 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 fires of a very very difficult industry. You're you're you work your ass off. Um, you're surrounded by high performance people all the time. Uh, it can be a very highly stressful environment. But again, you don't realise this because it's just your environment, it's your life. But um, when you get out into the civilian life as it were, it's, you know, it's like uh, you're kind of like Jesus. This isn't that difficult at all. You know, because as well as the mental stress that you do get in, in business and that, you don't have the physical toll on your body also. So you, you take that uh, uh, away and it becomes really enjoyable. I was only yeah. I was talking to some guys, uh, some of my mates, former, one of them still playing uh, rugby guys last night. And that, as you said, is one of the big worries they have is, oh shit, you know, you hear all these... Stories about guys not being able to cope after they retire, and it's this kind of oh, geez, what am I getting myself into? And they they hang on early too long in the rugby because they're not sure what they're going to do after. And then, like the two guys in particular, once they stop, they're going, kind of like, This is great. You know, I don't have any pressure, and I, I don't have to be flogged, and I don't have to deal with politics, and I don't have to deal with, you know, coaches that don't like me, or, you know, all this shit, and non selection, or Injury and oh, Jesus, and it's a massive weight off their shoulders, yeah. And um, so, there's that aspect. Listen, don't get me wrong. Um, I love when things are going when things go well in 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 rugby, it's amazing, it is, it's fantastic. But the majority of the time, it's not like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's 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 di- very, very uh, difficult and stressful. And um, actually, coming back to our friend Brian Rose. I met Brian, um, my brother's met him a few times. I met him at the early doors of Lemur when I was looking for this network, you know, yeah. to build this, uh, the network. And um, uh, I was raising funds and I was going to people with this pitch, this yeah. idea I'd been on for, for an hour and my vision of where I wanted to go. And ultimately, um, I raised money off that pitch, you know, and um, the passion the belief, the emotion. I think the fact, the the the, definitely being a professional rugby player opened the door where people gave me time to listen. Yeah. But as you've, if anyone's raising money, they'll they tell you that's not enough to get people to put their hands in their pocket <laughs> yeah. and give you cash. <laughs> it's a different thing, uh, you know. And so ultimately it comes down to, and a lot of the guys they said it's it it was you know, genuine belief, passion. Great idea. There were signs in the market. Again, this is five years ago at the start of it, or maybe yeah. four and a, four years ago for the money raise. And there were signs on the market that there was a potential opportunity. And guys that are risk takers, you know, and they, they have a bit of, bit of change uh, that they, they can spare and um, believe in me. But they say, listen, we believe in you as a person. Yeah. And you're, you're, You've already proven it in your previous career. You played at the highest level, or almost the highest level, and uh, that's not easy to do. And it shows you have the commitment and the work rate, you know. And if you can combine that commitment, work rate, uh, passion with a really good idea and in an opportune market, then it's it's a it's a good risk to take, you know. Because all the guys at that beginning, especially in tech and something like that, um, a lot of them wrote the check expecting not to get any money back. it's like putting it on a horse in Cheltenham, you know, they're kind of Mm -hmm. like, it has a good chance. Let's see what happens and we'll go along for the ride. Mm. Um, So you have that uh, side of it as well. So it's, there's a lot of that, you know, there's no, and every story is different of people, how people raise money. And and what's been very difficult for me as well on the sale of this is pre-revenue. Yeah. You know, and ultimately it comes down to how much money does it make? You know, and uh, for the bigger chunks of change, yeah. I'm like, we're, we're, we're not making money yet because the product hasn't been fully launched yet. Like where we are five years later, the product hasn't been hard launched, you know? Um, and uh, as I said, it's getting the initial prototype. It was always right. we need the prototype to get the bigger money, you know, to see a uh, uh, touch and feel and see and all that. And there's always another step. And, I won't say it's never easy raising money, but it's easier getting the smaller checks to get you to that stage. Yeah. But then you yeah. get to the bigger, bigger checks where the the likes of those questions, "Where's the revenue?" And I said, "Well, it's it's not there. We need your money to be able to start revenue generation." Yeah. You know, so you're caught between two stools. It's a very difficult period to be in, and um, it's- and and again, you're you're looking for the people that believe in you to allow you to start uh that process
0: what what do you think about there's a, a few places in, uh around the country that are kind of like a uh, startup hubs or incubators accelerators whatever you want to call them where it's like a, a group of uh of, of startup companies working in the same space uh, under the same kind of umbrella do you think that there's much benefit in that or are you better off
1: being kind of independent
0: what what's there what's your thoughts there
1: My thoughts on that one, I personally did never wanted to go down that route. I never wanted to. uh, There's lots of benefit in it, definitely, if, one, you don't have a network. They're very good to start expanding your network. Without a date, similar-minded people, uh, you can bounce ideas, um, that side of stuff. For me, I had just come out of a big reason why I got out of rugby was uh, i didn't retire because of my injury of uh, injuries or it was mentally last year in particular i was stuck in a contract with a coaching team that didn't like me and they dictated my future And that's one of the most difficult things about sport and i was stuck in and it. it was very frustrating emotionally draining i wasn't the master of my own destiny okay And when I came out of it, my vision about these hubs and because you're being told what to do, you know, being, all right, in order to be a successful entrepreneur in tech, this is how you do it. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. bang. Type
0: mentality kind of.
1: Yeah. And just where my mindset was at the time or me as a personality, I'm not going that I'm going my own path, whether it was the right or the wrong thing to do. Um, I don't know, but that was who I was. And I said, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be, I'm an entrepreneur now. I'm my own boss. Yes, you know? Exactly. That's <laughs> and why I'm building it, a team. You know? So that's the route I went. And it may have gone quicker a different way. I don't know. Uh, we'll never know. But one thing I know is I have built an uh, incredible network in the last five years by doing it the way I've done it. And I haven't had certain. As I said, I've had a few people now kind of trying to, oh, would you not go down a traditional podcast route? Would you not go this route? Would you not do that? Would you not? You get there quicker and you get, there. I'm being very strong and sticking to my idea and say, no, this is the way we're going. And I've been involved in other things that are similar. I've done courses, you know, with the local enterprise office. And don't get me wrong, they're, they're very supportive and that but vision can be limited. And there's a lot of the time, Again, the structure, this is how you do it. A, B, C, tick the box, tick the box, tick the box. And that's what it takes to succeed. And because that might be what it takes to succeed for a traditional you know, retail business or a coffee 100%. factory or a brewery, but not a company that wants to be a world-changing, billion-dollar unicorn business that's global, where it has the potential to be massive scale. This is the way you need to think. And I think for a lot of people, um, they box themselves in you know on vision yeah and it's like oh you're you no know, that's a bit you don't think that's a bit mad you're going get a bit ahead of yourself again it's like very irish right well Mark, it is Mark, yeah i, can't, you, I couldn't yeah. agree
0: with uh shane more about this i've ta- like like i said because i've worked a lot in the nordics uh over the last few years uh a lot of spent a lot, a lot of time in finland and they've got the they've got so many like these big thinking startups they're it's all about kind of not global domination, but, you know, global expansion, say. They've got mm-hmm. great, great companies that are coming out of nowhere and they're all supported by the government, but the government there is is basically writing checks of 50 grand to anyone who has any type of big vision. So you have to go there and say, this is not going to be, like I said, I'm not going to open a, a shop that sells, you know, artisan beers, which is great, which is has a place for that. But if we're thinking about investing as a country, as a thing, uh, I think that those vision, big ones, Uh, they're going to move the dial way more than a a few small ones so uh, it's something that we've talked about in the podcast as well shane in ireland i would expect because we've got so many big tech companies here that there'd be spin-offs galore that would just be littered with unicorns like you're saying (laughs) you know but i don't know what i don't know what it is is it uh just that people are are not thinking that is it a confidence thing and is it
2: is it like is it like uh, musicians back in the day having to go to London or having to go to America to make it work? Do did you think of all right, this big thinking? I'm going go to go to you know San Francisco and Silicon Valley.
1: It was um, it, again. It's from I think for me my experience in my rugby career because um, like the whole way I had a very successful underage career. You know, I I played Leinster, started nearly every game, started nearly every game for the Irish underage. And then you hit uh, senior level. And at the time, you know, Brian Driscoll, Gordon Darcy, Shane Horgan, Dennis Hickey, everyone, they're all British and Irish Lions. The best in the world were ahead of you. And opportunity was very scarce. And that momentum you had petered out, uh, not for lack of skill, it was lack of opportunity. And it's like stocks and shares. That's what rugby is, up and down. And when you don't play out of sight, out of mind, and within... I don't know, uh, we won the Grand Slam, 20s Grand Slam, where you're, you know, if you're in England, you're on a senior contract straight away off the back of that, yeah. where I was lucky to get an academy contract off the back of that. It's an, it's it's crazy. And then within two years, um, I was I was let go from Leinster. I was in Connacht on a development contract for a year. I played maybe two or three times. And I was written off. I was literally like, good luck. Your career's over at 22, 23 and I'm, I'm like, excuse my French, fuck that, yeah. you know. I'm yeah. not finished and I'm going where I can get opportunity and I got one opportunity in England and off the back of that I was playing in the premiership a year later perfect, and built myself back up and uh, the, the Irish and team are on to me, do you want to play for Ireland? After being told you're not good enough. And it's a similar type thing, it's kind of, the Irish thing is uh, we don't want you but we don't want anyone else to have you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's only until you are successful and other people want you that they want to, to, to they don't see what they have. I'm not, I'm just using that as, an, that's my experience. And I've seen it over and over and over again. It used to be in Ireland as well, and the rugby in particular was kind of shit. If I don't make it in Ireland, I'll never make it anywhere. You know, yeah. why would I yeah. make it in England in the Premiership if I can't make it here in, in, in Leinster? So they give up, you know, yeah. and there's so many amazing uh, players that, who could have been professional and um, who didn't because of that and it's a very similar mindset in um business i think in those kind of um uh government agencies and stuff and the risk there's no risk yes. you know the don't the people who are writing the checks don't want to be seeing no oh, geez you wasted money on that didn't work out whereas in america they'll you know, there will be 20 and they go, right, we'll bet on 20. And if one comes, we're delighted because it'll we'll make all the money back, you know? So they didn't, sort Stripe is the famous one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they, they didn't invest in them. You That's know, it's crazy. What a, a missed opportunity. That could have been, you know, well, it's, it's all, it's over and over again. And, and it comes down to the big thing as well, especially the early stage, coming back to our revenue generation. Like I spoke to, to some people and at the high performance startup start in terms of getting that big chunk of change. And unless you're making a certain criteria turn over a year, they won't even look at you. Even if you have the key to the kingdom, they won't look at you, you know? And uh, like another one, I'm, I'm fucking smashing the government here, but they, they they put out a thing during Corona, you know, to help um Businesses, yeah. you know, they're looking for or D&I, research, development, you know, Enterprise Ireland, uh, science to help. Uh, and, and they're looking for people with ideas that they can fund. Ideas now, like where I was four or five years ago, that they can build that will be working in six months' time. We are the equivalent, if you want to compare a very cheap analogy, but it is it Zoom? Yeah. What Zoom? They've doubled evaluation valuation, how that has changed and helped businesses and all that. in the last one, we offer that service instantly. Yeah. We just can't monetize it yet because we haven't built those features yet. So we were saying, listen, we have a product. We're ready to go. If you help us, we could be up and running in weeks, not six months, weeks to help businesses to, um, to grow and make money and all that. They came back to us, oh, you don't meet the criteria, and they blocked it. And I was like, why? And I asked them, why don't we meet the criteria? And they came back, because you're an existing product already. We're looking yeah. for research and development that we can invest and build up. It's insanity because yeah. you know it, it's kind of like in war. if it was wartime and you have a factory that you can you can pivot from making pots and pans into making tanks and they're looking to and I say oh no 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 you can't pivot we want to build a brand new factory from scratch yeah
0: it's it's such a it's a weird thing that's happening right now cuz i've got one of my friends is a is a small business owner and he's got a you know a number of staff um, and there was some there was a support that came out from the government during this time. Um, but he couldn't avail of it until he had already depleted all of his savings. So uh, until he's almost insolvent, rather than, you know, it's not sustainable then if he has no money anyway. So do you know what I mean? There's no,
1: it doesn't and make any sense. here. You know? It is, and I'm sure it's very frustrating because there's some amazing people. There's some of the people in the the Laudan Enterprise Office in particular are brilliant and they genuinely want to help you. And they see the vision and, he, and they're scratching their heads sometimes as well. Um, about it so it's um, it's been one of those things that has been difficult in that regard and, um, and, uh, and return on investment and risk and stuff like that where we are in particular like our product and the market we have and that's what we like we touched on it with Square One like they're they're no fools when it comes to technology and business they're one of the, the best in the British Isles and Europe you know because of offices in Spain as well and they've come on board uh, to work with us as our tech partners. Yeah. Um, what we they, they do we about that? They,
0: Cause we talked about that just before we hit record. I think they, they, uh, they've given you, given you guys some backing, uh, just this, or just in April, right? So during this mm-hmm. crisis, they're investing into that, which is good to see.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's huge. And, um, the thing about that, like those guys, they're, they're 80%, over 80% of the publishers in Ireland. You Know they do all Communicorp stuff, they do all Maxim Media, Joe.e, all that carry on. So they're dealing at very, very high level when it comes to media and publishers, and they understand that market and they're really good at it. And Silicon Republic, you know, Business Post, all that sort of stuff. And they see what's happening in voice and they see the opportunity of what we're doing because it's so different. And uh, they're you know, again, it's a big, it's like anything, it's risk, everything is risk, but for them to. To commit uh, the, the amount that they have to us, they really believe in it. And it comes down to that belief, you know, as risk you have, there's risk and belief in everything you do in life, you know. Um, uh, and uh, they they are really pivotal in, in helping us bring in the next evolution of Lemur because the existing product there, Lemur 1.1, with that first update with Square One uh, February, and we have a brand new product coming in, uh, at the end of the summer, Lemur 2.0, which is the first for me beginning of that vision really Classic. um for, for global domination as you said the, the conspiracy. Yeah. And what
2: the, what the, would be the can you tell us the key differences yet? In, in 0.2. the new one and the old one.
1: Oh well you're you're gonna like the, the first version of two basically it's it's gonna be the equivalent of a car. So you've a you've a you've a golf there from 2015 versus a golf from twenty twenty is the first part of it. But it will be the um, first monetization features. So there's going to be uh, different levels of Lemur. So there'll be free entry level, um, premium, and enterprise. And the uh, big thing we want to do is we want to allow people like yourselves or anyone who gets into voice to be able to monetize their voice instantly as well. They give them a reason to come to lemur to, to push content and it, so it makes sense and there's different different avenues of, of monetization strategy and then obviously the, the metrics and the analytics are going to be at another level again it's very very good what we have at the moment but what's coming is you know for likes of you know uh, HubSpot and all those organizations it's they'll n- never have had that detailed metrics for voice that we're going to be offering too And like the enterprise stuff there's some uh, you know for organizational, yeah. Um, uh things essentially when you're a you're a um um newspaper or sporting organization every player or every jour- journalist can instantly be content creators for you anywhere in the world because your device is your studio yeah. and uh, it centralizes it all there's all those kind of stuff it's it's uh, very exciting what's coming and then it's just as i said it's a simple the user interface and just because there's bits in that uh, original Lemur app that are there that are still there from the very first development, you know. And just because you have to prioritize builds uh, yeah. for the advancement of the product, but also to show improvement for investors and you're juggling all these things or spinning all these plates. So to, to finally be in a position to, 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 um, to build that and as well to, to what this closing this seed round is about is a marketing because we've never marketed Lemur. No one knows about us really it's been um,
2: everywhere for the last few months so you're doing something right
1: well every, everywhere in front of you guys we've got your yeah. attention which is brilliant yeah. but really, relatively our marketing uh, spend or marketing campaign has, has hasn't started at all and um, so when we actually do pull the trigger on that and people are aware of us and like, like yourselves, like you guys reach out and um, which was amazing to, to, be able to talk to you about it. But we I've been getting DMs and LinkedIn's and from all these people in very high positions and uh, media and all this kind of like, what's going on here? This is really interesting. I came across you here and I saw that and could you tell me more and best of luck with it and all that. And it's starting, you know, mm-hmm. that, that momentum shift is starting and, and because of Corona, people are more aware of it as well because they're looking for something in this domain and, you know, the world has changed forever. You know, bricks and mortar businesses now, if they don't have a digital strategy and um, they're, they're done, they could get away with not having a digital strategy to this point that yeah. those days are gone. It's so,
2: so a big leap uh, on, in the, on the evolution of, of tech, isn't it? Like yeah. I,
0: guys, I, just from the inside out, we just had one of our biggest months ever in HubSpot, which is, Against any like at the beginning of the month, I was you know it was crisis meeting after crisis you know we were like like everybody in the world and then this this kind of digitizations uh, happening across businesses. What I'm thinking about with the uh, the Leam app and the type of um, the type of uh, information that we can gain from stuff like that, like the the stuff that we sell, the enterprise software for the companies who need to do attribution reporting. This could be a whole other channel for them that is an untapped from the marketing thing everyone so when you see the interface of any marketing uh software that enterprises are using they've got you know your traditional media your uh conversions on landing pages and all that's uh, email conversions which is you know in trouble and that's you know it's a big part of our business but it's something that we're we're thinking every single year that's going down and down right i see this as a whole other channel within the attribution uh calculation so it's going to be something that will just be like audio uh voice whatever you want to call it will just be another stack on all those uh on all those kind of growth um uh reports that we'll be doing for our customers i don't see a way around it to be honest you
1: know oh it's it's uh i couldn't agree more and, and this is it's it's a pleasure talking to someone like uh you guys because you get it you know and that's been one of the most difficult things for me the frustrating part people just don't get it yeah. or they don't want to get it you know, head in the sand kind of stuff or problem with a lot of companies with their comms teams or their marketing teams or they're, they're either set in their ways and they don't want to learn or they have just adapted to Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, what, well, you're telling me you have to do something else? I don't have time for that. Oh God. Yeah, Exactly. You know, and uh, no. And I say to people, whenever I speak to them, I said, whether you use Lemur or you don't use Lemur, you have to get into voice. It is a need. It's not a want. There's no, you know, uh, in between with this. As you say, it's it's going to be uh, as technology moves forward and like the, the, the voice economy, uh, which is your voice commerce, your your analytics, your your um, AI, machine learning, all to do with voice is predicted to be worth one trillion dollars by 2025. So, it's like, crazy. like you know,
0: I, I'm getting getting your frustration here as well because I think the people really haven't got this. It uh, really haven't accepted this yet because I've got a one of my partners um, or one of HubSpot partners. Uh, they are they're a consultancy um, and they got into podcasting about six six months ago. Um, and it's in a different language, so I don't really understand exactly what's going on, but it, it seems like it's good. You know, it's getting a lot of traction, that type of stuff. But what they do is, they have they have a very uh, uh, specific expertise, okay? So they talk about that expertise, uh, some subject every Friday, or whatever. Uh, it, it's in the marketing space, in the kind of digital marketing space. So what's happening in their region is that every time they uh, somebody uh, searches for that, their podcast is coming up, and it's like an hour of consultancy on that particular thing how can any yeah. and none of their competitors are doing that so if i want to work with mark i can i can now like if say say if i want uh, mark's trying to drum up new business uh i see that he's a uh, has a podcast i can go and i'll know exactly who mark is and what what he's about he, there's 50 hours of, of content around yeah. that do you know what i mean so if you're not doing the the voice of stuff somebody else is going to do it and how can you compete with just a landing page i don't there's no that's over do you know
1: yeah. yeah, it is. It is, and and it's it's uh, yeah, and, it, and like the yeah, definitely the, the the frustration. But even with all that, the, the blocks and all, you know, and and people either not believing or not want to believing or all that kind of stuff. My belief hasn't changed. You know, I wouldn't be doing it otherwise. I'm yeah. I'm even more belief now than I had five years ago yeah. about this thing, um, because you know I say, listen, don't listen to me. Look at the stats. Yeah, you know exactly. You know,
2: yeah. That's, that's, that's great and I don't think like it's clearly evolving that way and the stats prove that and evolution doesn't care for nostalgia or what's what's the right you know television was bad for you back in the day and, and now then YouTube was, was bad for you don't be letting but then you can YouTube's the great equalizer look it's yeah. quite obvious that this is the way forward yeah. what, just on, on one thing actually we've been talking a lot about the lemur for content creators and podcasters where do the listeners fit in
1: the listeners will ultimately come in when there's more content on the platform for uh, for, uh, that will come in time. Um, it's, it's what we're going after first is obviously it's, it's giving people a content creation platform where they can, uh, share their voice and talk to people. And then other people who come in as content creators can then listen and engage with them. And it'll be a, we will be going after content as well in terms of people who want to, to get the word like the, the Jamie Carragher podcast is on on Lemur there now which is you know fantastic to have that but we have the added edition hopefully now uh, all going to plan where where Jamie may come on to Lemur and do his Q&As there or do his pre match reviews and do and you can literally have a conversation with Jamie that'd be massive uh, Yeah, that's you that's know, huge yeah. and, and that's and and that's just Jamie so you multiply that by 100 uh, soccer players or MMA stars or scientists or teachers or lecturers and people will go there to listen to them and then engage with them and then create their own content. And it's a, it's a snowball effect with that, you know? So like you have people in the mindset of luminary or, or there's nothing to listen there. I said, well, not yet. Yeah. You know, it's, that's not what it is now. That's what we'll grow into. Um, but, and that's one of the big things which we brought in in terms of the, the, um, evolution of the product. We knew about two years ago, maybe more, that we needed to open the ring fence. Previously, in order to be on Lemur, you needed to, to, to create, interact, and listen. You had to have the app, and um, which obviously is very limiting to grow. So what we did, we removed the ring fence to, to listen. So you, you, you need the app to create, you need the app to interact, but you don't need the app to listen. Okay. So if you're a content creator and you have a million followers on Instagram, you can create on Lemur, and instantly share the swipe up and a million people can instantly listen to that cast but you still get the 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 listens on your lemur profile the metrics obviously aren't the same when it's at the web side of it Mm -hmm. you want them to follow you on lemur but uh it opens the gate for people to invite them in you know nice uh which is a huge thing so um yeah it's 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 a it's an evolution and it'll always be evolving but as i said we're in a we're in a very exciting position. And I'm talking about the growth. Like, we had our best month as well f- between f- uh, February and March We're over 900% growth across all interactions, which is phenomenal, you know? So it's
0: it's, it's amazing. It's almost like talk about conspiracy. It's like the, the news is, it's, it seems like it's way worse than in, in real life when I'm talking to people. <laughs> you know, things are obviously, things are uh, tough for a lot of people, but um, still, there's a lot of positivity out there. I, this is the kind of time of the the podcast where we usually Mark breaks out his uh his his quick fire questions but I've got a have got a, a couple of questions I'd like to ask you while while well, we've got your got your ear and the ear of our listeners. What's the okay, let's say that uh this was it's, you know somebody uh in Silicon Valley saw this idea and they said listen Shane here's a here's a billion dollars. You know, that's great. We'll we'll take that off your hands or whatever. I don't know if you'd even take that money but let's say that you were um you were going to do something you've signed a uh, a non compete agreement so you had to go into something else where would you spend your time now uh, where's the opportunities do you think for uh, for a technology business or any type of business where, where would you say for the listeners out there where, where the the kind of green fields are
1: um that's that's a very difficult question that's kind of my focus has been entirely in this area definitely oh god um I think payments, payments uh, around payment the voice park. voice commerce definitely one hundred percent. Because I've had a, a few ideas. It's I know it's 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 on those lines, yeah. but um, in that domain, um, because it's just tying. I, I think you, you leave a seed with you in regards to the voice commerce side of stuff. So you'll come up with a few ideas yourself potentially, or people listening. But that that would be one. Um, um I think. Uh, online software as a service doesn't matter what business it is if you can make it easier for people to uh, build an online business after what's happened now there's massive massive opportunity there too massive, you know like
0: the, it's funny to say about the payments stuff like that because i love those businesses as well me and mark have talked to them about them those times where you're, you're making a transaction as easy as possible and then you just get like a little little bit of it so there's no boxing up something and shipping it out it might break on the way. All those kind of headaches, Do you know. right kind of so, yeah. It just, I think it's a uh, something that people could really. It's dig really into. interesting.
1: It's really interesting. And um, in the last one, my brother is big into. He's playing the stocks, but not actually playing them. Do you know, like it's playing online poker without real money. Yeah. But, um. One that he's fat, and I, I've always been fascinated. Maybe because I was a big fan of 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 Gold Goldfinger back in the day, but gold. You know, yeah. um. Did, like before this thing happened like people were predicting for quite like you need to get out of fiat currency and into into precious metals and gold and something around making it easier for people to access that because it's very similar to podcasting it's not easy to get involved how you go to anyone on the street how do you get involved in buying gold yeah um, uh, no
0: idea i i can you know <laughs> i couldn't even know where to start i know you could get on you know at your app or investing app and stuff like that. But where would you actually? I know there's lots of places that you can, they'll go buy, buy your gold from you for a, a knockdown price. Money for gold, money for gold and all that gold, stuff. Yeah. But they must be selling it somewhere. Do you know what I mean? They're not doing it for the good of But They're all closed now, aren't they? I mm. think they are, yeah. I think um, one of my co- cousins was going to open one there uh, in Dunlairy, but it, it never took off. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> it was some, something dodgy. Anyway, um, okay, Mark, do you have a couple of questions? Uh, f- quick yeah. fire questions here uh, for shane i want to be respectful this time we're almost on an hour here Flying okay by. Well, this is
2: a standard question that we that we ask um they may be technically competitors but what's your social what's your favorite social media apart from lemur
1: instagram and why i'm ironically quite a visual person yeah um you know no, <laughs> like, no. i'm an artist you know like i like painting and i like lo- appreciating art and i and um, there's a uh, it's uh, oh, oh, i say instagram youtube uh, again they're very very similar because um youtube's great too but probably on, i probably on i'll be on instagram more than i'd be on, on on youtube and because and this is a huge thing as well uh, i love the rabbit hole philosophy of youtube and instagram where you can continually find related content. Mm, yeah. Oh that's cool, check that. And that's that's what lemur will be providing as well. Um which we didn't even touch on is discoverability. Um, and yeah. to have that, oh you listen to that. Oh why don't you listen to this? Oh you follow the shark pod, why don't you yeah you, you, you follow follow this this one here and so on and so forth. Oh you like that conversation, why don't you join this conversation? I love that. So that I love that uh, about it, you know. Um, because and, and spotify does a bad out. job on that i think
0: with the podcast of right? spotify don't, don't do a great job with the because I'm, I'm always looking for new podcasts you know and the the ones that they suggest i'm like you know they are irrelevant and you know i have to go search <laughs> something like a keyword it's, it seems very old school <laughs> <Do> you know <laughs>
1: Whatever, but it's, just my it ties sense. into their they're working with an old school methodology and product and you know converting all those rss feeds over and yeah discoverability is very very poor and that's what's one of the key focuses for us um, and that's something i'm very excited for to be able to expand people's um um reach in, in finding cool content and then introduce them to create their own as well so
2: oh um is it what you know or who you know
1: this is this is kind of like uh you're a fan of star wars uh not a huge fan it's <laughs> it's star that's star fader there behind me on the wall i noticed
2: okay. that that artwork that's an artist that i follow on instagram actually um, yes yeah craig,
1: craig davison
2: yeah, super! Yeah. Jeez, I can't believe anyone else knew him over here in in Ireland. Is he an English
1: fella? Yeah, or, uh, yeah he's English. He's he's a legend, actually. I met him. That's that's a, that's one. That's an original. But uh, he, um, he, oh, great, wow. great, great, great guy. But the reason I bring up the Star Wars, he did that series of the Star Wars ones, you know. But um, I'm a big fan. But the Sith deal in absolutes, yes or no, uh, and <laughs> there's no in-, in between. But there's no, it's not a yes. Uh, I, uh, who are what This this one is, it's a bit of both definitely network without a day if you don't have a network you're not going to succeed end of but I the agree. problem is the problem is if you don't have the ability when you walk through that door you'll lose your network very very quickly yeah okay and um, and if you're relying on your network alone there's only so far you'll go yeah so, be my
2: answer on that one yeah no i don't think there is a right or wrong answer or one or the other there but it sparks your it it sparks a a conversation and and a bit of a thought process around it And oh yeah yeah, that makes makes sense um what age do you plan to retire
1: (laughs) i didn't what's that word mean (laughs) (laughs) this is an
2: interesting one because Um, i i i kind of had a i mean
0: (laughs) one one of the podcasts we did recently was just me and mark and i was like a lot of people we ask this they say i'd never retire you know i'm gonna be do you know I'm excited about what I do, all that type of stuff. But for me, retirement just means that you are able to do what you want when you want to do it rather than being, you know, just staying in bed until 12 every day. (laughs) Um, So at what age would you like to be uh, in a position where you got to always choose what you want to do at that time?
1: And five years ago? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> nice Shane you're
0: like me I do it tomorrow i would be like yeah yeah
1: nice. and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it is I I genuinely I, I love I, I love what I I love what I'm doing you know and I see I do see the um, the top of the mountain and it's something to strive for and um, whatever happens and um, you know what I've as I said the network and the experience I've garnered from this Um and that's very important for everyone. You have to have a goal. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah? And that's why they say to the people who retire die within a certain period of time. Who actually retire yeah. because they've nothing to live for, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. And um, and if you enjoy, and that's you know, same old cliches, but they're they're cliches for a reason because the majority of them are true. Is you know, you have to have that passion mm. and a reason to get out of that. You know, and I do. I love I love doing this. And it's what's the you know, it's um, you see these people are oh, they. Um, the, the, those people they work so hard and how do they work so hard and one they have a passion for it as well and when you're busy when you're really busy it's easier to work harder if you understand what I mean because you've no choice and you do it and it's tied into that passion And because you see the rock there uh, the shade. like how does he fucking even I don't you know, understand what what's going what on there on his Instagram but, he's but you look at what he's doing he's involved like he, he obviously was. loves what he's doing but he's at the top of his game you know he he's and you know, he has the responsibility to deliver on this shit. So he has no choice, but to, to, to work that hard because yeah. there's the, there's the added pressure of succeeding around it, but he loves it. It's a, it's a connected dots uh, situation. So I,
2: I think if the passion outweighs the resistance, that's probably a good thing. You know, we yeah. always need a, re, a bit of resistance. Yes. What, what do you do to wind down to relax?
1: Um, what do I do? I love movies. Um, I love film, I love our t- TV series, that kind of stuff. Um, painting as well. I haven't painted one thing uh, since this lockdown started because I've just been on the computer or on my phone all the time. And then when I do do it, you're kind of, because you, you do need a bit of energy to do the painting. And I said, oh, I'll just watch a movie or watch TV to switch off here and go into a, a different realm. Um, one thing I do like as well, uh, the nerd side of me, is so I'm already talking about Star Wars, and I'll talk about another nerdy one as well, is uh, Warhammer 40,000. You know, the little toy soldiers, paint toy soldiers, the Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Any bridges, just that.
0: A um, bit of mindfulness there while you're doing that. It's, it's, I say it's a very zen thing. It's almost like a,
1: like a practice to, I, to do that. With, it, yeah. it is. It's actually, I would advise anyone, to do it because the sense of accomplishment you get of building them—they're little models—you have to build them and then you have to paint them. And you build, and as you're building your army, it's kind of like your network for your business. You're building them out, and uh, I'm I I I take too long on them. I'm trying to be too precise, and I try to be like the professional painters on Instagram that I look as oh no, I didn't get the eye right. But um, you may see check out uh John Henry Cavill, uh, yeah. Superman. So he did a post uh, on his Instagram last week or the week before of him painting one of the Warhammer. He says, right, the cat's out of the bag. I am officially a nerd. I've <laughs> loved Warhammer since <laughs> I was a kid. And I finally have a chance to do it now. I'm in isolation, you know. Mm. So I do that. Um, and there's a, the, the whole thing with that as well is there's a whole lore and history and there's books like the New York best-selling books. So I dive into those science fiction books as well. And you can transfer the characters you read about in the books into actual miniatures and it's very nerdy I know but I, I love it. And uh there's actually if I was to explain it to anyone, it's, it's, it's essentially Game of Thrones in space. That's what it is. Right. So, <laughs> so and, and no one knew about Game actually, of Thrones. Yeah. You know, look, but now that's mainstream and it's, well, it was cool on to the last series, but, um, yeah. mark, mark my words, there'll be a, there'll be a live series, uh, to do a Warhammer 40,000 in the next few years. So that might be an industry I'll get into the next, yeah. the next one. Something to do with that, you know?
2: I'll definitely look that Sounds one up. For me. All right, me. right. T- two more, right? Um, if you could advise someone to learn one skill, what would it be? Maybe a younger, a young, an eighteen-year-old, Shane.
1: Conversation.
2: Do you want to elaborate on
1: that? Um, to be able to talk to someone and learn about them, uh, and express who you are, My. because. So that helps you build relationships you like mm. what you're doing now imagine you were hosting a podcast and you couldn't talk to someone mm. it's amazing you
0: know? every it, like so many people especially in this space that we're talking to business people <laughs>
2: communication keeps coming up
0: over and mm-hmm. over again um, that's the
2: answer to that question yeah yeah
0: that it's very it's it's something that's very and it's to be honest, it's not really taught or anything and or anything in school it's kind of like you're told to shut up most of the time <laughs> <you know>? yeah <laughs> so, i don't know how
2: you how do you learn that how do you instill that in a, in a 15 16 year old you know i would suggest
0: putting getting them to put themselves out there on something like yeah. this or some sort of you know whatever getting people to mix in different groups because when i was growing mm. up I, I basically spoke to the same probably 10 people for 15 years you know I mean? like <laughs> although you know not exactly but you know what i mean like it was a very small uh, bubble like so i think uh by you know talking to different groups do having different interests i think you can i think it can be something developed for sure you know but
1: it's it's one thing that we as a nation and as a people have a massive advantage at we don't, it is one of the strongest assets we have is the ability to talk and converse and be nosy and get information out of people. And it's, and and when you look at coming back to that mentality, and we, we don't realize what we have when we're in Ireland because you're in the, the, the small community and everyone generally has those skills. But when you go abroad, like you look at how successful Irish people are when they leave Ireland. Yeah. It's, you know, what, why is that? They're like, what is it? One of them is the fact that we can converse you know that's a huge gift and it's so true
0: you know and in canada it was uh, amazing like the difference between like when you walk like because i've because i moved there i kind of advertised so much that a lot of my friends moved over to vancouver afterwards and it was the same thing The the canadians there they're missing something when it comes to the conversation with you know being that lightheartedness the nice to be around nice to talk to it was, it was all very structured they all you know, it it's almost like you can kind of see what they're trying to get out of this all the time and i think irish people do a good job of not yeah. really trying to get yeah. in, <laughs> it <laughs> just talking shit back like, you know and it's, yeah. a, it's an yeah, upset.
1: I, I, i'm abusing people but I'm, I'm still coming across nice you know yeah. oh you relax it's just a bit of Come yeah, on, relax. Exactly. And, yeah and and uh you know that's 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 definitely huge and of course is the other side of it as well traditionally um we're hard workers as well, you know, um, and are willing to, uh, l- like, you know, that drop tools at five o'clock mentality really, really annoys me. You know, yeah. you're in the middle of a, a job. Oh, Chase, I'm finished. It's five o'clock. Time to go home. Yeah, like, and Fred like
0: Flintstone sliding down the bronchosaurus here. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's no. And and I think Irish people can be, you know, you hear, that, oh, this generation is this and this generation is that, but you know it's kind of the younger generation as you said the i sound like a fossil saying that but 15 to 18 or who who were brought up in the social media uh era and glued to their screens and stuff like that um i think putting that then i find myself it's difficult for me because i'm on the phone all the time because it's my business and stuff mm. like that And some days i'm kind of like this is I need to stop looking at the screen so much you know but uh, I think I've been okay in terms of, of I've done all right in uh, the conversation stuff. I'm beyond that but for younger people definitely uh, um, get involved uh, in, in, in conversation and sport. Oh.
2: Uh, last one is there is there a book one book that ha- that's had a big impact on you in your life?
1: Uh, other than Warhammer 40,000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah gal- galaxy domination <laughs> um,
0: it's a big topic <laughs>
1: it is, it is. Um there's one book that always comes to mind and it wasn't a novel per se or, or anything. The uh the, the, the great Ollie Campbell, who you may have heard of, uh former Irish um and British and Irish Lions number ten. And Ollie when I was coming up through the ranks in the Leinster Academy, um gave me some advice. I'm, um, you know, I, I met him Uh, Quite a few times from my dad and stuff like that. Great man, and he told me about this book called Dare to Fail, and it's essentially a book with little snippets. They're only a page or half a page on each person of some of the most successful people in history, and the amount of times they failed before they actually succeeded. And it's a fascinating read. It's like a toilet read, you know. You pick it up or. table or something like that but it's an amazing book and if you're in business doesn't matter you don't need to be in business if you're in professional sport if you're in business if you're you know um whatever the case may be uh if you're running a podcast it is amazing read because it said like in terms of confidence it's jesus you know this fella this fella you know abraham lincoln you know he didn't he failed all these jobs before he became president and (laughs) abolished slavery (laughs) you know what i mean all these and Brilliant. And um, Alexander Graham Bell and the, the amount of failures Walt for Disney, uh, yeah, all them. of them mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's a it's that trait like you're saying there about the conversation the the same the rules don't change and one of them is that never give up mentality and stubbornness and persistence to succeed and having that thick skin and all these rules and um that are there uh, it's a great. It's a great, and as I said, it's not a novel. It's not intimidating. You can pick it up and put it down and, and keep going. So it's a great one. I, I, I can't think of the name. I always forget the name of the author, but Dare to Fail. It's
0: it's cool. it, sounds like it, great. Like, it sounds like it's a great book for people to listen to as well. I had this thought once, uh, and sometimes this happens, Shane, where I think it's an original thought, and then later on, it's some sort of marketing campaign that got in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We talked about a, a famous one <laughs> in one of the earlier podcasts where. Uh, I thought I came up with something, but it was actually an Apple slogan. doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) Genius. (laughs) Genius, yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, I was thinking about this and I was thinking, uh, I forget where I was. I think I was driving through Bray and I was just thinking to myself, you know, only the wins stick. Only the wins count. They're the ones that people remember. No one ever introduced um, Katie Taylor as uh, here's Olympic loser Katie Taylor. No one ever says that. That doesn't matter. Everything else just falls away. So if we can keep that... Uh, mentality, because in Ireland we're we're not really great at the the risk taking. Uh, I know un- until recently the the bankruptcy laws were twelve years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what you get. Yeah, a, if you tried <laughs> you try to hire people, you get back in your box. You know, um, on, on so. that
1: point though, um, yeah, it's only the wins. But what do they do? They want to break down what it takes to be successful. Yeah, much as they 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 just care about the wins, they want to know well what does it take, and it's Failure essentially and strife because you learn more from your defeats than you do from your wins and it's that's just the way it is. It's a, and you, but you don't understand that until you go through them. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's um, that's another uh, very important thing as well in regards to the ideas. You there, know, oh, shit. You know, why didn't I think of that? You know, or uh, you can be guaranteed someone has thought of every product that's ever been made in the world has thought of it. But the difference is the people who actually do it. That's yeah. the difference.
0: The doers. Yeah. The doers. And we hope the the guys out there in Shark Nation are listening to this. They're, they're, they're a nation of doers. That's what we're trying to cultivate here in the tribe. Yeah. Um, Shane, uh, we're, it was a, a unbelievable conversation with you today. had today. Had a great time. Uh, we couldn't be more supportive if we tried. We'd love to see this just blow up. I can't uh, stress enough how big this opportunity is, especially when i really uh understood what's what the what, what the business was. Um so all the best uh in the future for this. Hopefully we'll be uh when you when you when you sell it to Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, when he when he kinda of comes in and tries to muscle you out, uh hopefully he'll come back on the shark pod and tell us all about that as well, right?
1: Oh no, it'll be an absolute pleasure. And um again, just if you don't mind me doing a cheap plug plug it. To- to all of your listeners, I'd love you all to to come and and join the Lemur Conspiracy. It's download. You can download it from the App Store or Google Play for free. Um, set up a profile and instantly start creating your sonic identity. Um, you know we've all our you know Lemur, L I M O R dot I E, our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, and and of course uh, I'd love to have the Shark Pod on there, and and uh, and hopefully we could do a reversal. I said that the the podcast community have you on Mono Mono. Yeah, um, my own traditional right. podcast at some stage. Absolutely, both um, so there would be good crack, you know.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: great. Sounds well, good. I'll we'll talk to you soon, and all the best of luck. And we'll uh, we'll end it there.